0: Hello, fellow WestJet pilots and other podcast listeners, and welcome to this edition of the WestJet Pilots PIREP Podcast. I'm your host today, Desmond Jordan, Chair of P2P. We're joined today by our MEC Chair, Bern Lewell. How are you today, Bern? Good, Des. Hugh? Excellent. Thank you. We are also joined today by our MEC Vice Chair, Chris Thall. How are hey, you doing guys. today, Chris? Doing? I'm doing well. Excellent. Great. And of course, our SPSC Chair, Christina Thompson. Hi, Des. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Okay, so this podcast today is about the strike vote. But before we touch on that, uh, we're just going to get a quick update on some of the other things that have been uh, going on with the association. Uh, Bern, if you could just
1: touch on some of those things and expand. Uh, yeah, thanks, Des. Um Over the last couple of weeks, uh, I've been pretty busy going around to some pub events, some pilot unity building events uh meeting up with the pilots, kind of telling them where we are in the negotiations, just being around and answering any questions they have. Uh as well during that time, uh we've been downtown Calgary uh pretty much Monday to Thursday or Monday to Friday depending on the weeks uh with the negotiations team uh trying to get uh, more uh, articles passed across the company and and accepted back. Um, and then other than that, well, on the 4th of uh, April, we were down in Vancouver where uh, we attended, and that was myself and the three LEC 227 reps. We attended the pub event that was put on by, by uh, Dietrich and John Aaron, and we just wanted to be there to, uh, to demonstrate that we are there to speak for everyone here that's listening today, all the pilots, and it was really good, actually. Uh, we were really the only pilots that were there. It was noted by... Both Dietrich, John Aaron, and the FAs. I think about 50 FAs showed up. And uh, and by and large, it was really nice to hear from the FAs. They they really do support where we're going and uh, where we're trying to get to.
0: Yeah, Bernie, it sounds like you've been quite busy, uh, not unsurprising at this time in the process. Uh, Chris, how about yourself? I'm sure you've been up to quite a bit as well.
2: Yeah, very much the same, Des. You know, uh, I'll start by talking about the Calgary Commerce Lunch that uh, was on April the 12th. And I was accompanied by 15 other uniformed pilots down at the uh, Fairmont Hotel, downtown Calgary, where Alexis was a keynote speaker. And he was speaking on his uh, ambitious or ambiguous uh, growth plans that he has going forward with us here at WestJet. So we sat down at a table. Uh, there was everybody in uniform. Uh, it was a strong statement. It was it was silent. It wasn't uh, a protest of sorts, but it was to show everybody that we are very engaged on what's going on at this company and that we care. So uh, it was good. We were able to hang around and talk with a lot of representatives from uh, you know, the local politicians in Calgary or WestJet execs or other employee groups as well. We had uh, Sunwing pilots, a table of Sunwing pilots uh, were able to join, and, and that was good to see, some engagement there, as well as uh, Encore was represented. So uh, the pilots definitely were known, that they were in the room, and uh, Alexis mentioned us a few times. So I think it was very effective, and uh, certainly uh, a statement that we've sent to the company that we we are ready and we are engaged. Shortly after that, uh, I think it was the next weekend, it was the Blue Jays game. Des, was a great event. Unfortunately, the Blue Jays weren't able to pull it off. Uh, So that was fun. There was about 200 pilots that came out to that, and we enjoyed the game together with lots of kids, lots of families, and so many good conversations again there. So, uh, you know, certainly something I would suggest us doing uh, in the future again if we can, but another successful event, Des. Excellent. As important as a lot of these events are, uh, having the families come out to something like the Jays game that I'm speaking about, you know, you've been doing some other outreach, I understand, through P2P as far as other employee groups go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Actually, uh, on the night that the strike vote opened, uh, myself, Burn, and also Jason Roberts, we went down and paid a visit to the WestJet OCC uh, kind of just to do some outreach because we thought there might be some questions that some of the other groups uh, in the company might have about what's going on. And we made ourselves available to answer questions. Then, of course, we came with about 15 pizzas and about two gallons of coffee oh. and uh, about 30 or so donuts. So, so that was well-received. It think. was very well-received. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised, actually, at how well-received it, it was. There were quite a few good questions from the people in the OCC. And more importantly for us, there was a great deal of support. So that that really kind of made us feel really good about what we were doing. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that was some uh, very effective outreach and just making sure that uh, you know everybody else in the company understands that we're all on the same side here. Yeah, it's good to see you do that, Deb. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, I think it's time for us to get back to the crux of what this podcast is, and that is the result of the strike vote. And I think there's no better person to discuss that than our MEC chair. Bern, do you want to touch on that?
1: Sure it is. We had 95% participation. With 93% voting in favor. I just want to say how proud I am of this pilot group. That was a great participation rate and and really uh, they came out and they told us with their votes just how much uh, behind us they are. So uh, again, thank you to the pilots for sending this message to the company and uh, and giving the ammunition that, uh, to the negotiation team that they they need. Hopefully, this will bring the uh, company back to the table in uh, short order. Here, I would like to uh, thank you, Christina, as the uh, we're going to call you the strike committee chair now. You're you're no longer the SPSC chair, uh, so thank you for uh, for rallying your troops and helping us out. Des, uh, thank you uh, to the P two P who. Uh, who have uh, been instrumental in getting that vote out. And uh, I'll also uh, throw a shout out there to Brant Villetard, Rob Sims, Peter Boney, all strong members of the now uh, strike committee who have who've been uh, going above and beyond getting this pilot group out to, uh, out to the vote. And I'd also like to reach out and, and thank uh, the pilots that have volunteered their time to uh, be out at pub events, uh, to uh, talk to their fellow pilots, and also the ones that uh, that reached out to their pilots via the phone tree to uh, to get that vote out.
0: Yeah, Byrne, you know what? You're You're absolutely right. You know, sometimes when you're leading a group and you're out front, you get into a situation where you're not sure that what you're saying is is being heard or that uh, everybody is behind you. But when you get a, a result like that from a uh, pilot group, it certainly gives us confidence that we're doing the right things and we're heading in the right direction. So again, great support from the pilot group. Well done, guys. Exactly, Des. I, too, am very proud of this pilot group. Uh, in the last four years, we've worked
2: very hard to get to where we are today. And while if strike was isn't something we always be want to be participating in, this result has had every individual pilot's voice heard. Mm-hmm. The participation, the in favor, and now we can go to the top of the hill and look back as the MEC and the entire pilot group is right behind us.
1: It really does reinforce that the priorities of the negotiating committee are the priorities of our pilot group. And that has, again, come from the pilot group through polling, surveys and uh, and just chatting uh, individually, one on one with this pilot group.
0: Certainly sends a message to the company that our group is unified. It gives us those tools uh, to say that, hey, you know, it is not our intent to go out on strike, but if we are put into that position, we are ready
1: yeah there can be a lot of confusion about what the actual vote means and uh, and what it doesn't mean and in this case i think i would like to stress that a yes vote does not mean that we're going to go on strike it means that we have the ability to go on strike Uh, none of us truly want that we want a contract that shows that management actually values its pilots as we have said so many times one that is in line with your north american peers Management continues to push this old stale narrative that we're just Canadian pilots. This has to change. We fly the same aircraft. We fly the same routes. We deserve the same pay.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, Bernie. It's kind of like a selective narrative. I I don't believe that if uh, WestJet were were to go down to Boeing and say, hey, we're a Canadian company, we can't afford to pay the same that your American customers pay, that they would accept that. I'm pretty sure that wouldn't fly. And we all know that pilot compensation is really just a drop in the bucket.
3: Well, does the same thing goes for the cost of fuel, the, the, you mentioned the cost of aircraft, but what about landing fees, nav fees? The, these airlines that are Canadian don't get a discount on those. Uh, not to mention our CEO, his compensation comparators, out of 20 of them, eight of them were American, including Southwest, Alaska and JetBlue.
1: Let's just be fair. I just want to bring this back guys to the outcome of this vote and what it means for us as a pilot group. Now, what it does is it gives us the ability to call a strike should negotiations fail. As uh, Dietrich and uh, Alexis have both said, I believe, in the past, uh, this is just a normal part of the negotiation process. Obviously, we don't believe that. We, we think we're at a point where we should have never got to, uh, but, but that's where we are. And uh, hopefully, we don't have to use this strike vote, but we do need management uh, to know that we are prepared to use it.
3: I think the fact that we're this far into conciliation and had to even call this strike vote is is an absolute failure of the negotiating process.
0: All right. So we're approaching the end of the conciliation period now, and then we'll be moving into the 21-day cooling-off period. With the strike vote being closed, uh, that means we can give notice, a 72-hour notice, uh, to strike to the company. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Okay. A question that I get a lot through P2P and uh, other pods on the line is... Does that actually mean that at that time we are going to go on strike?
1: No. What this uh, positive strike authorization ballot has given to the MEC is the ability for us to uh, call for work action within 72 hours. Uh, So that means on the 13th of May we are able to give notice to the company that we will be enacting work action on the 16th. But that doesn't mean we're going to. It just means we have the ability to. And if negotiations break down to the point where we feel a strike or work action is required to further negotiations, we will pull that uh, lever. Right, Bernie.
2: But having said that, if the company wants to talk, we are still here to listen as the MEC, as a negotiations committee. As much noise as we're going to see here in the next couple of weeks, coming to some important deadlines, uh, we cannot accept a continual WestJet discount because we're Canadian, because we're West Jetty, we're professional pilots. You can put the discounts on the fares, but you can't put them on us.
1: So Chris, yeah, and in line with that, we look forward to bringing a deal to the pilots that will prevent them from talking with their feet and leaving the company as they've been doing in droves. We want a fair deal that the pilots will vote yes on. That's what we're looking for.
2: Exactly, Bernie. I think it's very concerning to see these pilots leave. It's it's getting to the point where we don't know where this is going. There, there's a lot of eyes on this contract and the value the company's willing to put on the pilots. And it's time this airline became the growth story we actually came here for in the first place.
1: And that is the story that Alexis keeps telling us. It is, right? A growth story. That's what he's saying.
3: The last we heard was that uh, the Westchek Group of Companies is now hiring pilots with as little as 750 hours because that's... All the talent that they can find in this country now,
2: Christina. I don't even know if it's the the talent that is the problem. I think actually it's the the value, the attraction to the airline at this point with a poison culture and with some of the value that they currently put on our pilots. You look around and, and no other airlines are having the same issue that WestJet is.
3: Des brought up a really good point the other day about uh, about pilots, just regarding how important it is for us to be safety professionals, and uh, much of that comes with experience. And so a pilot is not a pilot is not a pilot. The the experience is something that is necessary for airlines to operate safely.
0: Yeah, very uh, sentient points, guys. Uh, uh, listen, uh, the pilots have spoken. Uh, they've given tremendous support uh, for the situation. And uh, now that that has happened, uh, Christina, could you tell us what you as the newly minted strike committee chair are doing with your team uh to make sure that we are in a position to be ready if the company pushes us into that position
3: yeah we've uh, we've been preparing for this uh for quite some time we were hoping we wouldn't have to but it became quite evident early in uh, the negotiation cycle that we did have to prepare for this possibility and so um we have officially opened the strike center which we call strike headquarters at the airport Corporate Centre at the Calgary Airport on the second floor. Um, But we will also be opening two smaller centres, one in Vancouver and one in Toronto. Uh, Those will officially be open on May 1st, so stand by for more details in the location. Uh, Brent Villatard is our local strike chair for Calgary, and he's been doing most of the work regarding the opening and setting up of that centre. We released a video today. If anybody's uh, wanting to take a look and see how the operation will be running... Uh, That'll be attached to the communication that came out today and uh, for Vancouver we have our local strike chair Peter Boney and for Toronto our local strike chair Rob Sims and none of this would have been possible without all of their devotion and hard work to improve our profession.
2: And Christina, none of it would be possible, honestly, without you as the newly minted strike committee chair. You're the one that has been working on this. It's been your baby. You've organized it. All the committees have worked towards supporting either the negotiation committee or someone like the SPSC right now. And I can't thank you enough personally. And for the pilots, again, I I just want to reiterate, I, I am so humbled at this event today. The pilots are unified and unity is our currency.
1: That's so true, Chris. In closing, I'd like to just say that over the next month, There's going to be a lot of stress and anxiety within the pilot group here. I want now more than ever for you guys to maintain your professionalism. Stay focused on safety. Take care of your passengers. Most of all, take care of your crew and yourselves. Uh, Rest assured that we, your MEC, is not taking our eyes off the ball. We know where this has to go, and we will get it there.
0: Absolutely correct, Bernie. Bang on Well, that brings us to the end of our uh, conversation today. I'd like to take the opportunity to uh, thank uh, Byrne, Chris, and Christina uh, for the important points that they touched on today. I'd like to uh, remind everybody to stay engaged, read your communications, stay supportive, wear those lanyards, and most importantly, stay safe. Thank you again for joining us on this edition of the Pirate Podcast.